Hi, and welcome to this podcast about participatory art practices and failure. My name is Ewald Dore, and today I'll be talking with Wouter Hilleit and Lotte van den Berg. There's many challenges towards bigger challenges towards climate change and hunger and social injustice but that's all super difficult but COVID to to somehow to 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 respond to COVID is nice because you can do distance you can do military discipline you can do hygiene like you can you can wash your hands there's there's clear things to do and that's why we go so hard on it and I think that's that's an interesting um yeah like we we don't for example, depression and suicide. Also, there's a lot of people dying of depression and suicide, but that's what not what we go hard on, <laughs> what, what we what we respond on so 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 quickly. Um, so somehow our wish to control and not to fail is um, uh, gets free reign in the yeah gets gets oxygen in yeah. in this COVID crisis or and is also uh, blown, uh, rewarded. Mm-hmm. Um, we go and uh, put our cowboy hat on and get out guns blazing and save airplanes. This, what, this, 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 this is what we can do, yeah. Um, yeah. We're heroes. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, of course, it, 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 it would be nice if we use it as a, as a moment uh, to connect to, to our smallness or humbleness as you said it but i don't have the feeling that that is what is happening at the moment mm-hmm. um so a, a more personal question is there a moment where where um in your own life uh, where failure has been changing the script radically mm. I cannot think of uh, something uh, like really deep or... It can also simply have been not your own failure, but the failure of something like Mm. things ending, things not continuing. Yeah, a constant feeling that you have already for, I don't know, 10 years, 20 years is the the failure of the left in a way which is uh, which seems to be very unpersonal in a way but it it feels personal to me in a way it's Mm -hmm. like a question that you have and you it's like very easy to complain about it and to point to others and the socialist party and tralala tralala uh, to blame them, let's say, but um, at the same time, it, it feels also very personal. Like, what, what, what should we do? And you cannot do it alone. But are you responsible to like gather other people around it to have an alternative? I think there are alternatives, but yeah, it's this disconnect between theory and practice in a way. Um, I have a quite clear idea on <laughs> what should happen, but but then, yeah, 
when I hear Lotte talking about this um, this happiness in in doing concrete things or reacting in a concrete way to COVID, uh, I I link it to that also that it's maybe it's it's a kind of alibi not to react on bigger questions in a way. Like there is this this idea that we have to to slow down, to try out, to be to, to, to be humble, to not to know. But in the end you're constantly running around, <laughs> being busy, um, doing everything at the same time. So we we are somehow um, also are we are, are trying to do both to 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 go with the system that is there uh we we totally depend on it and to go against it so so you could say that maybe it's not radical enough what we do um but of course this is i also don't want to go against what is there i want to to to, to respond and to be with uh what i find around me i don't want to neglect it but i just want to to oppose something and to propose an, another way but but I, I do think that it is problemat pro problematic that we create these safe spaces, but we also step out and we also ruin them, we also forget them, we also, um, yeah. I have like two okay. spontaneous reactions. Like my, my first impulse was that we don't have too much safe spaces. We have to yeah not enough space to cool in a way um like fine. and another thing is is something very practical also when we talk about participatory art is um when also talking about safe space we we started with a, a project and we as state of the arts and also Hart Bovaart, uh, a project that is called door to door and it's based on the maybe it's like even very close to lotus uh, practice but there's this longing of having one-on-one -on -one talks and enable them between people that have different um of could have very different ide ideological or cultural ide ideas about the future of society. And um, so last weekend in Kortrijk, we had the first kickoff. It's like with 10 artists, we have some kind of talking tools, or it's it's more like icebreaker methodologies to, to start to talk in public space or like ringing the door of someone or on an appointment with people that you don't know like in the city and we experimented it in in Kortrijk and um, a lot went well and a lot went wrong at the same time and there is this nice idea of uh, trial and error let's say we, we give ourselves like one one year and I, I find it quite uh, revealing or it, it gives you kind of rest that that you can fail in a way it's one of the first times in, in projects that i did that i that i um, allow myself to fail in a way or we as a group um but what you what you feel so i don't know i, I talked to 20 people i think in total and 
you feel that this lack of agency that that we are talking about in a way is 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 very common and it's not only linked to the left but it's it's like a general feeling now living in a country without a government and and there's a lot of anger to party politics and and uh, but you feel that yeah people are quite pessimistic when you ask them uh, about the future is is what i that that's one of the the first things that that um but just this act to get out of your bubble and um, and try to talk to people that you don't know about things that matter is is uh, is interesting in a way and quite frightening also because how how do you talk to someone that is is a clear racist let's say and and how do you deal with that aggression and is it talking together or should you like take a stand and and go into the confrontation or not or but yeah it's something that we will do uh, for one year in in different cities and um, it's interesting i had more talks with people with a different viewpoint on one day than, than on five years in a way um, I somehow feel the need to take away this notion of failure here because I think um, the attempt in itself cannot fail. Mm. It's, it's an attempt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, and there, there is no failure in there because doing it, um, yeah, is doing it. And mm. um, like this, when, when we started with with our the develop, developing our practice around the conversations six years ago, this was one of the first somehow rules as a team that we made, like a conversation <laughs> can never be a failure. Uh, of course, it can be a difficult conversation. You can have the feeling that you didn't say what you wanted to say, that you, or that you, I don't know, started screaming while that, but, but if you like, this is, of course, also the beauty of reflection, because if you reflect upon it, if you're, if you're somehow able to, to, to look at what you've done and to see the conversation as a thing in itself, as, as something you created together, then I, 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 I do not connect to the notion of failure there. Um, it maybe went different than you thought, or I don't know, it fell apart, or... Mm. or like, but for me, that's not failing. So yeah. I, I, in a way, that was also in the beginning when you started to introduce AWOW, that is my, I, I don't, for me, failure is not that important. For me, uh, practicing, uh, trying, uh, the, the attempt to, to try something that you don't know how to do it, for me, that's important. Um, and I think that's also where the focus should be. And maybe we need to say to ourselves, it's okay to fail, to dare, to try, but I don't know <laughs> um, if, if we need to allow ourselves to fail, to dare, to try. We have to dare to try. Because <laughs> if, if you add this notion of failure, you also add the notion of it went well. And I think that's then you're still in this dualistic problematics no it's 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 not about failing or not failing or succeeding it's it's actually not about that 
it's about doing it and then looking at what you've done mm. reflecting upon it i don't know because you talk about these conversations and of course you can have this conversation with the person that is called a racist or and then yeah maybe yeah probably you did you didn't convert him into a non-racist person so is that then a failure or what is it um yeah, I know that, that but it depends on your goals, let's say. And I, I, my goal is more like to listen in a way that other, other people of our group um, would like to convert easier, I think. But um, yeah, this notion of failure, yeah, for these conversations, it, yeah, where we were like just trying in a way. But but anyhow, you in in other projects or for your personal life or you 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 set certain goals in a way, and if you don't reach them, um, which is probably a quite Western way of seeing it, um, it's very easy to see it as a kind of failure in a way. We're also educated to see it that way, or or the whole economical system is is like um, and to me, it would be strange to leave the concept of failure like totally out of our reality because then I yeah then then you come in another kind of strange situation where everything you do is good and uh, even if it's like, um, yeah, transporting uh, strange people to a camp or... Um, I, I, I do think you're right, like we, we need it more as a, you know, uh, yeah, notions we, we use. Parameter, maybe. Or, yeah. I, I, I just had a, Six weeks ago, I had a big moment of failure because we didn't get the structural funding we asked for. Mm. Um, just yesterday, we heard that we do get it, so that's. Uh -huh, okay. <laughs> but like this, and then, but there was in in connection to the conversation we are having now. It it was a it was a huge failure, not only because we didn't get it, but because still with the work we do, and you call it participatory work, about with the work you do, in which you invite audiences to to co-create and to 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 participate, we we still did not manage to somehow. Um, uh, overtuigen, um, convince the commissions uh, to, to to see the value of the work. So I I still think that also as a <laughs> a bigger scene uh, around this uh, the, the, the 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 that that work around the notion of of participation that that want to treat audiences not not as consumers but as citizens as co-creators that, that somehow really try to within the arts field to rethink the notion of collaboration and collective and all these things 
like within the Netherlands, there there were more, not only our company, but also others that just then they are not on the top of the list. So they don't get funding. They're just, they're not um, safe in that sense because there still is the idea of theater being something else and us being in the on the margin of it. Um, and so, so I think we still, as in we, the bigger we also, the, the three of us and the bigger scene that, that does see the value of this work, we still failed in convincing others. And we, we also really failed in, 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 in reforming <laughs> uh, the, the sector. I want to come back to that uh, uh, later, uh, but I first wanna, would love to uh, go a little bit back in time. And um, uh, it, could you, is it possible to, um, to get back to the moment that you, um, that you saw the potential of what we now call participatory art practices? Can you, can you remember the moment or the feeling or the, uh, what it was about? Yeah, um, yeah, I moved towards it slowly. <laughs> um, there was a moment that I was, um, it was the first year that we worked on building conversation and we, we wondered like what, what is needed to create a space in which um, audience really feels um, the possibility and also the needs to participate and therewith to take responsibility for what we do. So how, what kind of space should you create, could you create, so that the people who you invite to participate also want to participate, also want to somehow bring in their part, take responsibility for what they bring in. And so there I was busy constantly thinking about the audience that I thought I want to give the audience another role, another place. And there was this moment that I understood that, 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 that I was not only inviting the audience to step in, but I was inviting myself to step in as one of them. So this was for me the shift that I understood that as a director, I also had to really change my position and my role and my place within the whole. So for, and that, that's the moment that for me, it started to really become interesting. So it was really, uh, yeah, it, 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 it then starts to be around this question, who are we together? Um, and then, then it's not an artist that tries to create another kind of environment for audiences, but then it's really people who try to create spaces together. Um, and, and, and still that is also a struggle because there you are both the one initiating and somehow leading and you are some, yeah, it's needed that you also step in and that you also uh, step back and that you also sit on your hands and do nothing and that you, or, or are present in another way. So this, this, this shift of role that, that happens, that happened in that moment that, but that is, it, it, it still happens every, every time I do such a work. Uh, um, Can you describe how it, how it feels? Um, 
well, it, uh, when I when I somehow uh, am able to do it, then then what is nice about it, uh, also on a, in a bigger picture, is that we do not fulfill only one role. So that that you you are many. <laughs> Um, you're not only the leader or the audience, or you're 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 you 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 are both, and you're also not only the racist and the anti-racist. You're you're both. So it's it's it it um, when it works, there is this this feeling of role fluidity, so that you that you can take in a role, but you can also take in another role, and that you can change it like a dance within yourself and, and that, that you can juggle with the perspectives you have and the roles and the functions you have and that it's not fixed. And um, so that's very liberating. It feels liberating. It's, it's like, a, yeah, I don't know, a yoga of the mind or it's like, yeah, you can, you can, you can work with it and also with these notions um, with the way you think about yourself and therewith also with the way you think about others. Um, and that's, I think, super important on many levels. So, and there really, I do think that the, the art field is a, a, a place, a safe place to practice this, where in the end, of course, you, you want to this to be practiced also in, in politics and in schools and in families and um, yeah. Uh, Walter, any memory coming to mind? Yeah, the first that pops up is is um, I'm, I'm more like a spectator. Um, I think it's it's. Yeah, it's some performances where you really yeah, feel that what theater is about, that you feel it much more in 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 such a performance than uh, I'm now uh, thinking concretely about um, uh, a performance of Forsythia. It's a small um, uh, community arts uh, company in Brussels and I don't if I no one can like um, remember the right name of the title of the performance but it's something with your uh, your bicycle the your velo um, which was I don't know six seven years ago um, I still listen to the music it was it was a kind of choir with performance in between of many different Brussels people um, and and I was in the jury of the theater festival and I saw it really by coincidence I, I said that the others uh, should go and watch it and then you're like always you always expect them to say that it's nice and charming and and but it's not not exactly something for the theater festival but they also were enthusiastic um, so it was selected and that was a kind of uh, shift i think that also in last the last selection there was a uh, participatory uh, is it participatory or community arts but you feel that um, 
I don't know, Lotte, you, you said that you still have the feeling that you're on at, at uh, the outskirts of, of the theater field of the notion of what is good art in a way as it's institutionalized in, in, in Holland or in Belgium. But I really have the, the feeling that it, it has already shifted in a way and, uh, and that those that are in real danger, let's say, are those who are now in, in the center uh, of the field with a lot of um, subsidies, uh, which they deserved in a way, but now I think are quite scared of the whole norm system around them that, that is changing and, and that they're, let's say, of financial privileges are, are uh, under threat when, when we will have also our structural subsidy round in, in one year and you feel that they, they are really looking for exactly young makers with participatory skills to uh, color their company in order to survive the next subsidy round. I'm, I make it really uh, as a cliche now but um, I think it has shifted already and it's not not yet shifted in like the the boards of of all theater companies and stuff but it is it is shifted in the press uh, it is shifted in um, in who's allowed to to uh, to do the state of the union um, so it's not financially shifted yet you see it yeah, you see, like you can look to it in, in different perspectives, but on on discourse level, I think uh, after twenty years of community arts, I think something is really changing in a way, and not just at the outskirts. That's that's my feeling. That's very hopeful, Walter. <laughs> yeah, you feel it in in. I was I was also shocked by it because I also have the feeling that it is shifted already and that there is. But then in this, like these reports of the commission of the funding, mm -hmm. um, they really literally say that that it that the work is uh, not theatrical enough and that it depends too much on audiences, so mm -hmm. that somehow the commission cannot see what it will become because it depends on audiences, mm -hmm. and that's a weakness. Where actually I think that's the strength of it. So, mm -hmm. so but that's of course you could also say that is an uh, a last. <laughs> attempt of the of the dying one mm. uh, or as you say it like in the middle they're still in the middle but they are um mm. in danger and they feel it i don't know but i was just shocked by the by the lack of somehow knowledge also mm. yeah, but, uh, is there also maybe a schizophrenia uh, uh, which is not just related to covid but like in the cultural sector for the last 10 years of like going towards a more participatory approach and at the same time also this kind of conservative reflex and even like this 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 desire this longing for prestigious uh, productions a kind of like nostalgia at the same time or it, that's how it seems a little bit to me i i would love to get um Walter, you uh, in 2000 i think it was 2013 you wrote a, a, a manifesto with uh, uh, with, uh, with Sandra Trinikus, 
about participatory art practices. Um, <clears throat> and at the end of that manifesto, um, you both try to look into the future and, and, um, and you express the following hope for 2025. And I quote, uh, in 2025, participatory art practices will be seen as a necessary and fully fledged part of a society in transition and there will be a strong commitment to them. Question mark. I forgot about this manifesto. Can you send it to me, Amos? <laughs> but now let's go for it, no? If we listen to uh, to Wouter, we're, we're on the good uh, track. Uh, well, it's not 2025 yet. And from, from... Five more years to go. But at the same I was like really afraid of what I have it's always like that what what you write like uh, in 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 the past about today is always quite frightening but but my first feeling is that we are i don't i don't think we are already there in a way but but i think we can manage yeah we are still uh, on on the right uh, timing time track in a way to to get there uh, at least that's the feeling that i have in in belgium and there's a lot changing fast in a way and and i'm um, like maybe the biggest question if 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 we reach for 25 because then probably there will be like a kind of um, form counter revolution uh, already in a way i i think the the time frame of of this i i don't i i think that the participatory philosophy will will survive in a way but but this whole more political idea of we should care about society and and co-create with society and and be more explicit about our ideal ideological ideas and and even uh to proposition the fact i i think this whole discourse that i like very much i i think it will be temporary or maybe it's even safer to say that in five or ten years it, it will be totally outdated or not outdated but it will be like uh, counter uh, countered by a new young generation that is really fed up with with politics and wants to get back to i don't know the physical material or the form or aesthetic um, so yeah there's a big chance that we are put aside uh, in in 10 years uh, as as very old grumpy um, uh, i don't know we'll see um, uh, you were you were talking about some something else of your previous question Ewald, was about uh, this uh, schizophrenic feeling in a way i i think we have to be aware of of that or take care of that that uh, there is like participatory arts and participatory arts it, it's like now it's used as a very common term for whatever that you do with with the public in a way and and yeah you feel that that the more political uh origins in a way uh 
kind of, you, you do participatory arts because you want to change society in a way. I think there's a lot uh, that's using the, the, the methods uh, without without feeling the the philosophy behind it in a way. I, I think that's it's easy to to use it for something else or for your image or for your subsidies or or without uh, and being part of the system in, in, instead of trying to change something. So so that's what we have to take care of, I think, and, and to um, it's not because it's participatory that it's that it's um, per definition interesting or relevant. That's, that's also problematic about the notion of participatory, no? That there is a super negative connotation to it. Um, is it? I have the feeling, yeah. Negative to whom? To like well, people this, in your commission, for instance, this, or this, this, also this connotation of then I have to 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 join and I don't want to join. I have to look at people yeah. that don't want to join that are forced to step in. That mm. um, where where actually something as commoning or um, way more directly connected to the political layer you're talking about and and the critical attitude towards mm. what actually is a gathering or a collective or a mm. coming together in one space or. Um, yeah, so I, I'm I'm also still wondering whether uh, participation, <laughs> where I somehow I like the the notion of participation because like it's this tile name and deal name, so you take a part. I, I like that, you, and you, you with that also acknowledge that you're one small part in a bigger whole, and that you can take it and that it's yours, but that that at the same time you're building it together. So I like the notion of participation, but I have the, I, I still wonder whether it's the, it's the right title for the work. And that, that connects to what you say, Wouter, that it is also very often um, misused, also misused by neoliberal mm. <laughs> practices and systems. And um, mm. yeah. But for what? Sorry, uh, for what for for my sake, I think when you when you came out with uh, with that manifesto um, uh, in two thousand thirteen, um, I was um, I was very happy with it uh, to to have a to have more space, uh, even just like um, in my head, and also to have a dialogue about. Uh, certain um, desires that I, I saw within myself and, and within others to to actually uh, to structure them to give them to give them words and to um, to find somehow legitimacy another kind of legitimacy mm. uh, but I think by now it, it we are again uh, very close to to hollowing out um, uh, this concept uh, or this this name and and it's gonna mm. just like you say that we as a generation are gonna disappear um, which I hope very much <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I think I think it will I think it will in a healthy way disappear uh, already like a lot of claims are are being made 
that are questionable, I think. And so it's, um, I think it will fulfill its, uh, its use and then mm. be gone. And that's good. <laughs> mm. Is there, uh, we are actually, uh, what you, if you look on the on on the on the on the whole trajectory to 2025, like there is a there is a, a certain reason for optimism. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm not totally sure if the reality is the same in Holland as as it is uh, in Belgium, but I, I think it is comparable. Is there things that that went wrong between uh, let's say between that time 2013 and now in the last seven eight years, or are there opportunities that we missed opportunities that we're still um that we still have to make space for or like fight for i think the biggest um, um for for the theater itself or like the artistic questions i'm quite optimistic i, I think it's an interesting time and and um it's I'm like amazed or even jealous when you hear like young art students talk and, and with lots of expertise and and you feel that um, this whole idea of decolonization, they, as some of them really embody it um, in a way. And uh, so I, I have the feeling that there is a lot changing and that this, I don't know, I, I called it once that, that we are like a little bit the, the silent generation in a way and you feel far more radical because they are also obliged to, to be more radical because there is no space uh generation coming up now and and uh, um so but i'm quite optimistic i think about like what will happen in in theater now and and i think what we still are fighting for the biggest challenge i think is is um the kind of infusion of let's still call it participatory philosophy in in um, institutional matters in a way how can you also organize your institution or organization in in a participatory way step back um, creates co-creation of how you feel a lot of organizations institutions really thinking about it and, and even trying in, in practice how it could be, but they are still a big minority in a way. And you feel that that's the way to go, but um, yeah, to me, it's this step to a more organizational practice within this philosophy of participation is, is still a, a step to take, I think. Uh, but also there, I, I think that, that something something will happen i i see it uh, shifting and and it really depends on the people that are in charge like paradoxically enough um yeah and also there there's like a new generation taking responsibilities and um i never did and i don't think i will ever do in a way but uh it's a big challenge to, to be there and to do it and convince like the rest of your team to to see it in a different way uh, you can have all these theories about horizontality and, and 
co-responsibility and but there is something in in institutions that is so deep in the ground in a way that uh, that it's not easy at all to to shift it um yeah lotte any uh, uh missed opportunities any missed opportunities for me the, the question feels too big <laughs> a lot very last question if there if there what could be the nicest what could be the nicest kind of failure that you could wish for society right now or or even for humankind I don't know if it's nice but yeah yesterday in the Netherlands um they presented uh, the new uh what do you call it Prinsjesdag budget yeah. the budget for the next uh, next year um and there is really a lot of money it's 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 amazing. Suddenly, this 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 right wing neoliberal uh, parliament is really throwing with money. So it's bailing out the economy actually, and so which means that we will be okay at least now. And then, of course, later we have problems finding back this money, and and there will be. Uh, but but the, like somehow there was in me also uh, uh i i thought with COVID, so there is something that we're we're equal with others other countries and other people around the world but we're, we're fucking nuts at all it's 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 so so this moment that you thought okay this now is something that we are all in together but 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 we're so so differently in it so for me it would be actually nice if 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 the, I'd somehow there is this 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 longing that dutch economy will fail and that it will be a disaster and and that there is something leveled with with other places but actually you feel it even disbalance uh, even more so so it goes back to this notion of humbleness what what we were talking about and i had the feeling like so i'm i'm pretty ashamed of the fact that that i'm part of the netherlands that's actually not helping the south of europe um and worse than that um and at the same time only helping itself um where of course it's also nice but it's it's super shameful um so the right failure would be that it that it that it's balanced uh, better and 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 that 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 the no the the problems that hit the world also hit us and and I find it uh, very problematic that that the contrary is true.
so actually that we're not failing mm -hmm. but that's a failure so you're secretly longing for the big leveler yeah but i'm also very happy with the fact that i have now money and that i can feel secured again and i can wait make the work that i so i'm i'm really in it super double um But that in itself maybe is part of the failure of the left that Wouter was talking about. So at one note, so I, 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 wa <laughs> I want it to be equal. I want it to be less disbalanced. I, I want that we take in all the people that are now sleeping on the streets uh, on Lesbos. I, I, but at the same time, I'm happy with my own bubble of money and opportunity. Um, so also within me, that's a failure and not a nice one. I think you asked for a nice one, but it's not a nice one. Walter? But it needs to be a nice one. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, the only direct association association that I have is is um, I don't know shops where you can buy clothes and jewelry and and uh, douche gel and all these kind of strange things that that for this whole shopping habits that fair I would say we have but the problem is that I'm propose a failure that I'm that I don't think will really hurt myself in a way but uh, that's that's still something that um, really interests me this this need for having buying new clothes and and i don't want to put it aside so so easily in a way but um, something with with shops that suddenly yeah, close. Without, you don't want them to go broke in a way, but that that people should like uh, think differently on on buying clothes. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that we slowly, slowly stop buying. <laughs> is it okay? Yeah, I don't know because I'm yeah. I also I always have to force myself like once a year to go and, and buy a new pair of trousers with my team. Um, and another fantasy that I have is uh, I don't know if it's a failure, but imagine that I mean in Ayn Rand's uh, Atlas Shrugged, it's like the the rich and and the, the entrepreneurs that step out of society if they disappear like one by one and um but if if on a certain day all poor people would like disappear and step out and and like get away what 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 would happen then with society let's say that our whole system based on poverty and uh, extraction of of people with less money let's say if if that base would would disappear um it's a fantasy that i have
it was really nice talking to both of you today. Thanks a lot, uh, Lotte. Thanks a lot, Walter. This podcast is part of a three-year-long trajectory from Rest for the Wicked with support of the Flemish government and in collaboration with Demos Voorruit Art Center and the Research Group of Culture and Education of the University of Ghent. Thank you for listening. Take good care of yourself and take good care of the people around you.